games present the at some point in the day show with solo it's solo welcome back to the show tuesday march 31st and going to be talking about valorant's marketing strategy like i mentioned yesterday and if you did not know now you know that is riot's new first person shooter that is going to be releasing its closed beta this weekend I'm not going to talk about the gameplay or anything of that manner. I'm just going to talk about the way in which they've unveiled the game, which I found pretty curious and think is worth mentioning. And so unlike, or rather, just like I said yesterday as well, these videos are going to start coming out on the same day and going to be released in a bit more timely manner. Granted, even though I said that and then released the video today, so it sort of took away the point that I was trying to make. And then this one has ended up being a little bit later than I'd expected. Moving forward, gonna try to get these out about three, four o'clock. And so if that's the case, hopefully more people are enjoying. And then at evening time can get like a stream in or something of that nature. Maybe just kick the shits alive and talk to people. Who knows? Maybe just start to guess, I don't know. I don't know, I'm just working on it. We're figuring things out here. And so that being the case, I am getting a little bit more used to this. Uh, it is still slightly awkward because Staring at yourself is never a fun process unless you have an Instagram full of photos of just your face, in which case, all right then. That's not awkward to you. That's cool. It is to me, for me, about me, so I'm not going to do it uh, for too long. So I am just going to stop myself from rambling much further and jump right into things. Before I do that, the socials, at people like games the handle twitter instagram etc the website and the shop of the people i games is plg.gg shout out to the commenter who helped me note that the shop was down but that's live now we do have some more stuff that is just not up on the site yet and we do have a few more sizes so if you don't see your size shoot us an email or hit us up on one of the socials and we'll be able to see if we can get you sorted then this show, obviously YouTube or any existing content channel, we're out there. Going to start doing some cooler stuff with more of the YouTube-esque shit that you guys like, but just in terms of the actual visuals, because as you saw in the video, I fixed that little box shit that kept occurring. However, I still have a few issues left to resolve. And so when I eventually do that, then we should be in a good place and then this show should be much better. But I think each episode will end up looking better. And now the content will start diversifying because I have figured out how to edit this shit in a less than shitty manner. Therefore, we can get some cool shit going, finally. Uh, minus my computer rendering speed, which I hopefully can get solved in the near future by nature of getting a new computer but that is going to be a function of how long the supply chains are disrupted with what is going on in the world. And without much further ado, let's get it. Valorant, that is if you are not familiar or you are familiar, but you're going to be reminded anyway, the new first person shooter game that is being released by Riot Games they are the creators of League of Legends, obviously. And so one of the things I'm not positive of is whether this is a more casual or informed audience. And so I don't want to give too much backstory, but at the same time, I don't want to give no backstory. So 
we shall figure out the proper line for that one. Sometimes I just skip over information and that could be important context and other times I'll extrapolate on context that doesn't really need to be touched on so in depth. However, it's a tangent, I'm just rolling. I'm not gonna stop myself until I realize that I stopped uh, talking about what I was supposed to be talking about and then I have to remember on the fly without too long of a pause because then it looks pretty awkward on the video. That was the advantage of audio. I'm not gonna lie, I just fuck up and then just sort of pause and clip, 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 clip. So now every single one of my uhs are fucking stuck here on this goddamn video. I think it's goddamn difficult. Let's get it though. Uh, Riot's uh, game is supposed to be a combination of Counter-Strike and Overwatch. So it's going to be using team-based uh, situational tactical combat in the way that uh, Counter-Strike Go does, and then it's going to use the same spell and magic hero character set concept that Overwatch uses. Or Paladins, because Paladins did come out before Overwatch, but it's not first to arrive, it's first to serve. So, as I was saying, it is going to try to find the middle market between the two potentially most popular titles. One is the most popular, so aside from League of Legends, which Riot Games also owns, speaking to sort of the tier of these other games, the Overwatch League has its primary audience, I think, in North America, whereas the Counter-Strike is, uh, is very much so a European-dominated and based sport with a lot of Brazil and uh, South America coming in as well. But those are the two hotspots. No North America and the U.S. is, is coming in, but on a, on a global comparative basis. And so when you take those two games, Counter-Strike Go, which has seen a lot of heat from Olympic committees and just general conservative media about the nature of the game being counter-strike counter-terrorist versus terrorist and sponsors have been a little iffy about something like that as well it's hurt the game to a degree they've wanted to rename it offense and defense they've there's been a lot of talk about what to do with the inherent fact that the game if you took it out of the context of gaming would not be the most palatable thing for a large corporation to potentially put their logo next to or brand next to so to do kill of the week is not what coca-cola wants to ideally do but they can do something like overwatch league which offers a relative same version of it but a much cleaner and kid-friendly version it's sort of like the fortnite versus PUBG, where you have a bit more violence and realism versus the same concept however it's just sort of executed differently so what happens when you kill someone in PUBG they die what happens when you kill someone in Fortnite they like disappear ask and they drop into a box like there's a reason that's done and it's primarily to get the same concept across in palatable manners and so if you're looking at the larger league which is that the over overwatch has sort of deteriorated as in my opinion I was just talking to Lilo yesterday he said it's still a fun game I'll take his word for it I, I'm not I don't plan to light that shit up anytime soon and so that being the case, Overwatch League's popularity as a whole has also decreased. There, it's a league going on right now, coronavirus side. I'm not even gonna throw that on the level of knowledge that the average gamer has about the fact that the league is existing at the moment anyway. Same thing was going with the, the Call of Duty League. The reason I mentioned these two is that 
Valorant's marketing, uh, Valorant is trying to take both of those and try to bridge them and then find both markets and bring a new game in because as I've been very vocal on this show saying, everyone's sort of looking to recapture that feeling that they had when Fortnite first came out, the multiplayer and the new game and everyone's playing the same thing. Like there was a, there was a baseline agreement amongst gamers at one point that Fortnite was the most fun. I think Halo is going to be the next version of it, but people are always looking and this is potentially going to fill that spot. So the reason I want to talk about it was not the game's specific mechanics as, as, as I was just mentioning, but to talk about instead its marketing strategy, which was, it was known as Project A or something like that at Riot. So it's pretty much an open secret in the gaming industry for a while that Riot had been working on their own version of a first person shooter. What it entailed wasn't as detailed. However, it was known that it was being worked on. And so March 2nd, the beginning of this past month, this month, it's March 31st, the beginning of the month, March 2nd, they unveiled the name finally. They took out the social and they released some video and some uh, gameplay footage. Then it sort of went quiet. I thought that when the time came and they sort of announced it, I was vocal in an episode to say that it was done so during the Call of Duty League and the Overwatch League to take over the media cycle. And so while people would normally be talking about one of those two leagues, instead they would be talking about the potential upcoming game changer that's challenging these two. And so it puts both of those games in a negative light and puts all the momentum behind Valorant as long as it executes. Then, just the other day, all of a sudden a media barrier broke out that, hey, Valorant is doing a closed beta this weekend. And the way I found out was every single streamer and professional sort of main player or even streamer for a team happened to announce it at their Twitter simultaneously the second that Riot announced it. And they all said the same thing. We've been playing this shit for the last three days and now we really think it's worth buying. If that's the case, that's all right, cool, fine. Uh, But it was very similar to the strategy that Apex Legends did. So Apex Legends also did a surprise sort of release drop and they did their surprise through a similar manner in that they took Shroud and Dr. Disrespect and a few other top tier uh, streamers and had them come in, play the game prior to, and then release it. Makes me think why didn't Call of Duty do any of this, but I'll get to that at the end. And so that marketing strategy ended up being a real boom for the game. I think it was a, as fast as they ended up getting a million to two million players, it was wild. What I said at the same time, same shit I said when Warzone came out, which was the Call of Duty one. Yeah, but for like two weeks, every game is going to be popular. Like, who's talking about Warzone now? Like, they're already talking about Martin, the Modern Warfare 2 remaster. So at some point, Again, gutting the actual game that should be the tentpole of what you're trying to establish with esports, something that Valve has understood with Counter-Strike Go, and they've never tried to move away from that. They've been criticized for not making games uh, instead. However, uh, irrelevant to what I'm saying. So with that being the case, uh, now that they have the marketing cycle and they've sort of had the ability to do that, and they have a direct competitor, and then, as I was saying, they do this media version of a release for Apex, then I saw what Valorant did. Valorant took that strategy and they put it on steroids. More or less, it was, hey, what if we, instead of got maybe five to 10 people, we got the entire community of known people. So if you put a bunch of pins on a map 
and then you draw a big circle around it, your sphere of influence is going to be slightly greater than if you chose a few spheres of influence and drew circles on them. So they had a mass release drop in terms of anyone who was a content creator. Fucking Riot, what about me? I know I don't stream, but I want to play the game. More so Lilo, but I want to get for Lilo. That's what I'm trying to do. I am going to get for Lilo. That's important. But I'm going to record him playing and then say I'm playing it because I'll probably not be great at it. Except for Team Fight Tactics, I'm pretty nasty at that. But again, off point. As I was saying, the marketing strategy was sort of the same thing on steroids. If everyone remembers fire, the fire festival that occurred with the Billy McIreland or whatever his last name was, uh, was fo- focused on a very similar marketing strategy, which was to find all the top Instagram models and then have them release it simultaneously. So the basic premise I'm trying to get to here is that Valorant took the Fire Festival and Apex marketing strategy and then just applied it to gaming on a wider scale. And then the tie-in is that to be able to access the closed beta, you have to sign up and uh, sign your Riot account into Twitch and connect them. Then you have to watch streams in which they'll unveil the beta code for you to potentially be able to access through the streamers that they allowed to play the game prior. That version of it um, is a little bit more questionable, but it's just worth mentioning that Twitch and Riot forming this partnership is not surprising given that Activision Blizzard, which has a Call of Duty League and the Overwatch League, the Overwatch League, which had been exclusively on YouTube, uh, excuse me, on Twitch for the last two years, then moved to YouTube now for the next three years alongside the Call of Duty League has left twitch in sort of a bad place and so for them to guarantee that hey the next big game for you to get access you have to uh, connect to twitch and in addition to all the number bumps they're seeing from the fact that this fucking quarantine's going on that is going to be a huge bump too and it sort of reinvigorates them by giving them a new stream of users who maybe didn't have a twitch account but suddenly made a twitch account so they could potentially get access to the beta and so that is curious to see Riot Games and Twitch working together in that manner. In my opinion, no doubt, a result of the way that Activision Blizzard and Twitch ended. And so would I be shocked to see Riot Games leagues exclusively on Twitch within the next year? Probably not. Uh, actually, probably not, because they're, they're primarily Chinese-based and YouTube is... I mean, they, they don't use YouTube in China, so I'm sure they could put it exclusively on Twitch and then just put it on whatever Huya or uh, Udao that they use over in China. Um, potentially. Anyway, that was a curious case worth mentioning. Now you know the logic of uh, what the marketing executives are thinking and why you heard about that game out of nowhere and that's how that sort of happened. So I hope this shined a light. If it didn't, could have been just speculation. That's what the majority of these are going to turn into. I think I realized a formula, which is taking a topic and then pushing it as an example of a larger uh, or connected example or analogy uh, in either gaming or outside of gaming as well. So hopefully it is. some are good. Some might not be. Forgive me for the shitty ones. Applaud me for the great ones. Uh, as my professors used to say, Questions, comments, bitter recriminations in the comments, please, below, sections. Uh, The video looks a little better. I think this one might actually not be a shitty quality one. Anyway, uh, 
as always, thank you for listening. The socials, at People Like Games, the website, the shop, plg.gg. These episodes will be out earlier, starting tomorrow. And hey, we got one, two out today, both alive. And so, hope everyone's staying healthy, social distancing, not being like Virginia people and getting your shit locked down until June, and playing games. Unless you're in the market for a Nintendo Switch still. That my bad. Otherwise, thank you for listening. You know how I get out of here. Bean.